Hey bitch, it's Asti and Britt. Welcome to Turned On and On Purpose. If you want to have your pussy purring and dripping in cash and looking to create your empire, then bitch, you're exactly where you need to be. It starts here. Hello, goddesses. It's Asti here again, dropping in with a, another solo quarantine queen episode for you. Today marks a week that I've been in here, so I've just got one more week to go. Um, not hating it though, doing 10,000 steps a day, drinking three liters of water, the food's really good, um, doing Pilates every day. I've actually got a little quarantine glow going on. One thing that I've really learned over the last few months, like six months even, is that perception is everything and life is what you make it. So I've definitely made the most of my time in here and yeah, feels like a little retreat. I'm feeling really refreshed. So today I want to talk about two things that I love to talk about, pleasure and business, but how to merge those two things together, which is a really interesting conversation because Most of the time, people don't think that they can coexist, but really, essentially, bringing more pleasure into your business is the way forward, which you are going to find out why in just a minute. So pleasure-based business is quite a new concept. It wasn't that long ago that people, and even still now, majority of people still believe that in order to get ahead and to be successful and to be productive, you just have to do, 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 do. You have to constantly be going and hustling and grinding and pushing and shoving almost to the point of exhaustion. And this has kind of been glorified in a way where people are like, oh my God, I'm so busy. And it gives them a sense of worthiness and accomplishment and success. Whereas in reality, The more that you're doing, it doesn't actually mean that you're getting more done. You can do less and achieve more. Like sometimes the most productive thing that you can be doing is simply just being, right? So you can create the life of your dreams. You can create the business of your dreams. You can call in all of the clients. You can be making all the money, making all the sales, doing all of the things without necessarily having to push yourself to exhaustion and burnout. You can do it in a really nourishing way in a way that isn't going to stress out your nervous system right in a way that allows you to move and flow and ease and bliss and this more feminine way of doing business so it can come from a really heartfelt place that's going to give you a lot of fulfillment but one thing I just want to clarify before we dive any deeper because I feel like there's a lot of confusion around this is that running a pleasure-based business and following pleasure and having pleasure as your end goal doesn't mean that you're avoiding discomfort. There is a difference between leaning into pleasure and avoiding discomfort. And what I mean by this is I hear so many women that I speak to saying um, things like, in terms of like, showing up and speaking on Instagram, on Instagram stories, or doing podcasts, doing live interviews, um, getting up on stage and talking in front of a thousand people, organizing an event. 
a lot of women will use the excuse of, oh, but I'm running a pleasure-based business and this just doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel pleasurable to me. That's not what I'm talking about when I'm saying lean into pleasure and do things in pleasure. If you think about your dream business and where you want to be in a year or two from now, and you think about the pleasure-filled life that you've created for yourself and the pleasure-filled business that you've created for yourself and all the pleasure that having this desire and this dream um, come to fruition, what it gives you, there would have been a huge amount of growth to get from point A where you are now to get to point B, that dream version of yourself and your business, right? And you cannot grow without getting uncomfortable. So if you're aiming and wanting to achieve in the long term a life that brings you pleasure and a pleasure-based business, a pleasure-based way of making money, there will be some, some moments in the lead up to get there that aren't necessarily not pleasurable, but they're uncomfortable, right? So leaning into pleasure isn't the same thing as leaning away from discomfort. You have to do the things that make you uncomfortable because it's when you step out of your comfort zone is when you grow. And when you grow, you get pleasure out of that because as humans, we love to continuously grow and evolve and learn and become better versions of ourselves, right? There is so much pleasure and satisfaction in our personal growth, growth in our personal development, in our business growth and development and seeing our successes and our achievements and our goals get bigger and bigger and bigger, right? So you need to reframe the way that you look at running a pleasure-based business because living a life of pleasure isn't about avoiding discomfort. It's about going into the discomfort because the life of pleasure and the pleasure-based business and the pleasurable prosperity and all of the things lay behind that discomfort. And you cannot have one without the other. And speaking from where I am now and this beautiful business that I've created and all the pleasure that I get out of my business, let me tell you now, if you want it hard enough and you are deeply committed to creating a life like this for yourself, there will be moments where it is uncomfortable. There are going to be moments where you have to lean into the discomfort and you have to commit to moving through the discomfort just as much as you're willing to commit to claiming pleasure. So now we've got that out of the way, let's talk about, actually, I feel like it'll be a good idea to talk about how to move through discomfort. I'm going to note that down. That's a good idea for a future podcast, but let's talk about ways that you can embody pleasure and call more pleasure into your business. Actually, no, scratch that again. Let's talk about the reasons why, because if you know why it's important to call in and cultivate pleasure in your business, first and foremost, then you'll have more inspiration and motivation to do it. So starting with the reasons why, first of all, creativity. If you're creating content and you're creating courses and programs and packages, it's important to have free flowing, fresh ideas and creative energy, right? So if you're feeling blocked creatively, it means that your energy has become stagnant. And when you're doing pleasure-based practices and prioritizing pleasure throughout your day and beginning your day in pleasure, um, it allows a free flow of energy to move through you, which allows free flow of fresh ideas and inspiration, right? So things like 
exercise and dancing, um, meditation, doing breath work, um, anything that's going to get you moving and your energy moving is also going to release creative energy. So, so important there. That's where so many people struggle is where they're not feeling creative. Those creative blocks, fucking annoying. So number one, creativity. Number two, productivity. So this is something that I realized in my own journey is that when I was waking up in the morning and going straight to my laptop or straight to my phone and diving straight into work and not prioritizing pleasure, I was prioritizing that work, 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 hustle, grind, get shit done, get as much shit as I can get done in the shortest amount of time. I was running myself, I was running on empty, right? And when I began to prioritize pleasure, what I noticed is that I was coming into my work with clarity, with a fresh mind, with a clear slate. I wasn't stressed. My nervous system wasn't on edge. And when you are in a pleasure, pleasurable state and you're cultivating pleasure in your body and in your nervous system, there's a release of serotonin and dopamine and it lowers cortisol levels, which is the stress hormone. And when cortisol is lower, it means that you can think more clearly. You have less brain fog. And so what I noticed is when I began prioritizing pleasure and working from this pleasure-based state, I, well, actually another thing that I'm going to tack on here is that the pleasure that you're embodied in goes into your work. So I guess this kind of goes hand in hand with creativity, but when you're feeling good, you do good, right? So that, 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 that energy like your followers and your potential clients can pick up on that in your emails and your posts and the way that you're showing up on Instagram. It's really felt um, in that energetic exchange. But back to productivity, when I started prioritizing pleasure, I noticed that instead of spending like five hours writing like an email and one post or something ridiculous like that, like I swear to God, I was wasting so much time. Prioritizing pleasure coming to my desk, sitting down with a fresh, fresh mind, my like no brain fog, completely switched on. I would get the same amount of work done in like half an hour, 45 minutes. I would save so much time. So prioritizing pleasure makes you more productive, saves time. Um, it also supports you in terms of longevity, right? It makes you excited to get up and go to work if it's pleasure-based, if it feels good. If you are driving yourself into the ground, working like a slave to keep your business going, it's not going to last that long, right? If you're deep down inside hating and hating the process and hating the journey and it's starting to feel like really hard work and like a struggle, you're not going to be there for long. You're not going to be in that industry for long, right? You're going to give up. You're going to quit. 95% of first-time businesses fail within the first five years. You'll become one of those statistics. So the more pleasurable you can make your work and the more pleasurable you can make your work life, the longer you'll want to stick to it, right? You'll fall in love with the life that you've created for yourself and your business will continue to grow and expand for years and years and years and years to come. The next reason I want to share with you is that when you are embodied in pleasure, 
It's an affirmation, right? That you are living the life that you desire, that you are living your dream life. Because if we come back to thinking about the version of yourself and the version of your business that you desire to be living in in two years from now, it's going to be pleasure-based, right? So more often than not, I speak to people and they are chasing their desires with the intention to get some sort of need met. So we believe that in having a certain thing, it's going to give us permission or it's going to spark some sort of emotional fulfillment. So an example, you might be aiming to have a six-figure year and you believe on the other side of that six-figure year, it's going to bring you a sense of deep accomplishment, right? Deep pleasure in some way. All of the emotions that we are chasing as humans are pleasure-based. So if you are embodied in pleasure starting from this very moment and working from this place, you are affirming to yourself and to the universe and I don't know, to your followers, to your future clients that you have already made it, that you have already arrived. You are living your dream life. And when you are living your dream life, all the things are going to show up. So instead of chasing the money, the clients, the success in order to feel a certain way, allow yourself to feel that way today and all of the other things that you dream of are naturally going to show up. Instead of you chasing them, you'll become a magnet and you'll call in um, everything that you associate with living a pleasure-based life and running a pleasure-based business. So you show up in pleasure it's an affirmation that you are living your dream life and then the clients show up, the money shows up, yada, 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 yada. You get the point. So those are the reasons why. Powerful, powerful stuff. Honestly, embodying pleasure, living from this place is going to totally transform the way you do business. The way in which you cultivate and add more pleasure to your workday it's, I mean, it's going to look different to everybody, right? Because we all get pleasure out of different things. But for me, I usually start my day really quietly, really peacefully away from my computer, off my phone. I try and not look at my phone for the first few hours in the morning. I love to go to the gym in the morning. I love to move my body in the morning, going for a walk. Um, I do yoga. My ultimate work day is where I go to the yoga, sorry, to the pole studio um, during the day and do a stretch class as well. So for me, physical movement is really important. Um, spending time with my friends, going for coffee, self-pleasure, meditation, breath work, all of these things. I mean, breath work's an example of one of the things for me personally, where I have to lean into the discomfort to find pleasure. Cause I do, I still, even though I've done it for so many years, feel a lot of resistance around it. Um, but it still brings me a lot of pleasure. Um, listening to music, dancing, all of these things, right? They're all so important. But in terms of how to use the things that bring you pleasure and how to add them to your day, what I really suggest is starting your day in pleasure. Because as I've said, when you start in pleasure and you feel good, when you feel good, you do good, you attract good, right? So it's about anchoring into pleasure and allowing this to be the energy in which you start your day. 
because it's going to set the tone for the rest of the day. When you are working, one thing, it's actually a, a friend of mine. I saw her talking about this on her Instagram. So I'm actually stealing this from her, her and sharing it with you. Um, her name's Anne. But one thing that she always speaks about is adding 5%, right? So just making things that little bit more pleasurable by asking yourself, how can I make this 5% more pleasurable? So um, example right now, as I'm recording this podcast, I set up this beautiful little spot in my quarantine hotel next to the window so that there's like a little bit of sunlight coming on me. I've got a crystal next to me. I've got a little room spritz that I spray before I started with some essential oils in it. So little things, and again, this is going to look different for everybody, but it might be to take your phone outside and go work at the beach or to go work at a cafe or to have flowers sitting on your desk. It might be about working with a red lipstick on if that makes you feel um, like you're more embodied in pleasure. So adding 5%. Um, by the way, I am going to uh, drop Anne's Instagram down below. She is an amazing sexuality coach who I studied with. I feel guilty sharing her tip without crediting crediting her. So the link to her Instagram is going to be down below in the show notes as well. So remembering to always prioritize yourself and your needs and your self-care and nourishing yourself over your business. Because if your cup is not full, well, you can't be pouring into your business from an empty cup. So putting yourself first. Another thing that... Um, has really helped me a lot actually is just reminding myself not to overdo it so never work yourself to the point where you're feeling really stressed out or overwhelmed or flustered um, like an example like recording group programs like online courses I used to tell myself like I can just smash this out I'll get it done I'll record all seven videos in one day and I would get to video like number four and just be hating it and like any of you know who like record content, like, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I find it really exhausting sitting in front of a camera. Um, so I would tell myself, I'm going to smash this out, get it all done in one day, be really productive. By video number like four, I would be so drained and so exhausted. Obviously then start making more mistakes, end up hating it. And then the energy's just totally off in the video. Um, so what I tell myself to do now is to do less. Less is more. Don't overdo it. And you want to be ending your workday still in pleasure, right? You don't want to get to the end of your workday all flustered like, okay, I'll stop now because this is getting stressful. Don't let it get to that point, right? So instead of my example, instead of recording all seven videos in one day, I would now record one a day over a week or maybe two, right? So that the whole experience is pleasurable and it never gets to the point where it's not because then I wake up the next day and I'm excited to go do it again because the whole thing has been pleasurable. It's all been fun. It's all been good. My last little tip for you is whenever it does, whenever you do push yourself a little bit too much um, and you find that you are flustered or feeling overwhelmed or even if like you've just been really busy and you feel like you've gone really into your masculine there's nothing wrong with this working and, and I was saying this to Brit the other day a lot of the time I really enjoy working in my masculine in terms of being like all right time to get shit done smash it out done dusted and then the other 95% of my day when I'm living my life I'm in my feminine so there's nothing wrong with being really in your masculine while you're running your business 
you actually need that drive. Otherwise, it's going to be too airy-fairy and nothing's ever going to get done. But if you feel like you've you've either come really far into your masculine, I shouldn't say too far because there's no such thing as too far. Um, You just don't want to be in your masculine for too long because that will pull you out of balance. But if you are really far in your masculine or you're feeling really flustered or stressed or overwhelmed, shake it off, right? You don't just want to like close down your laptop or get off a client session and then go meet up, like go on a date or go meet up with your partner or go see friends because you're going to be taking a lot of that energy with you. You want to make sure that you're doing something to come back into your body, to come back into pleasure, to come back into your feminine, to to, uh, soothe and nourish your nervous system. So this is really important if you have a partner or if you're dating because you don't want to then meet that person in your masculine, right? It can throw off the energetics and the polarity within your relationships outside of business. So coming back to yourself by shaking it off, and when I say shake it off, I mean literally. So moving your body, as I've spoken about already, moving your body can shake up and allow a free flow of energy. And so if you get up and just literally like jump up and down, I'm doing it right now, and shake your arms, shake out your chest, stomp your legs for a little while, it can just take two or three minutes and you'll feel all of that heaviness from your workday, from your workload, completely be released, let go, back out into the universe to be recycled and you can come back into harmony. So shaking is amazing, also dancing, um, but also getting out and going for a little walk can shake it off as well. Anything to move your body, to move and shake up your energetic body is going to release all the energy that's no longer serving you. Amazing, you guys. So I'm going to leave you with two questions. First of all, what is one thing that you can do to cultivate more pleasure into your work life? And the second question is, what is one thing that you have been avoiding because it feels uncomfortable and yet you know it's going to bring you long-term pleasure and fulfillment? What is that thing and are you able to lean into it? All right, my loves, that is it for this quarantine queen episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, As per usual, any questions, fire away, send me a DM. Um, And if you are interested in the Turned On CEO, again, that is open for early bird until the end of this month. Even though I am away, we are still taking enrollment calls. So make sure you go check it out and apply if you're wanting all the support from me and Britt to lean into the discomfort so you can ultimately cultivate a life of pleasure and a business that turns you on. Um, And we will be in touch with you very shortly. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. It's going to be the most epic six months. I love you guys. Have a beautiful day. Sending love and all the good vibes. That's a wrap, bitch tits. If you want to be in on the juicy conversations, then be sure to join our Facebook group. Turned on and on purpose. Until Until next week. week.